November 24th, Memorial of St. Andrew Jungloch and Priest and Companions, Martyrs. The beginning of the 16th century saw the first sowing of the Gospel of Christ among the Vietnamese people, and this seed grew through the blood of martyrs and the spiritual joy of the newly baptized faithful. During the 17th, 18th, and 19th centuries, particularly during the reign of Emperor Min Meng, 1820-1840, many Christians received the martyr's crown. These included bishops, priests, men religious and women religious, and members of the laity. All of these suffered torments of various kinds for their Christian faith and fidelity to the cross of Christ, and bore witness to Christ's church and true religion. Some were decapitated, others hanged, others burned or whipped to death. Others died during their imprisonment. Of these, the Supreme Pontiff, John Paul II, on 19 June 1988, declared 117 martyrs to be among the ranks of saints. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Faith of our fathers, faith and prayer, shall win all nations unto thee. And through the truth that comes from God, mankind shall then indeed be free. Faith of our fathers, holy faith, we will be true to thee till death. Faith of our fathers, we will love both friend and foe in all our strife, and preach thee too as love knows how, by kindly deeds and virtuous life. Faith of our fathers, holy faith, we will be true to thee till death. The holy martyrs died for Christ. With their blood they enriched the earth. Their gift is crowned with everlasting life. Why this tumult among nations, among peoples, this useless murmuring? They arise, the kings of the earth. Princes plot against the Lord and his anointed. Come, let us break their fetters. Come, let us cast off their yoke. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord is laughing them to scorn. Then he will speak in his anger. His rage will strike them with terror. It is I who have set up my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will announce the decree of the Lord. The Lord said to me, You are my son. It is I who have begotten you this day. Ask, and I shall bequeath you the nations. Put the ends of the earth in your possession. With a rod of iron you will break them, shatter them like a potter's jar. Now, O kings, understand. Take warning, rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with awe and trembling. Pay him your homage, lest he be angry and you perish, for suddenly his anger will blaze. Blessed are they who put their trust in the God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The holy martyrs died for Christ. With their blood they enriched the earth. Their gift is crowned with everlasting life. The just will live forever. To live in God is their reward. Ring out your joy to the Lord, O you just, for praise is fitting for loyal hearts. Give thanks to the Lord upon the lyre, with a ten-stringed harp sing him songs. O sing him a song that is new, play loudly with all your skill. For the word of the Lord is faithful and all his works to be trusted. The Lord loves justice and right, and fills the earth with his love. By his word the heavens were made, by the breath of his mouth all the stars. He collects the waves of the ocean, he stores up the depths of the sea. Let all the earth fear the Lord, all who live in the world revere him. He spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, it sprang into being. 
he frustrates the designs of the nations. He defeats the plans of the peoples. His own designs shall stand forever, the plans of his heart from age to age. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The just will live forever. To live in God is their reward. My saints, you fought the good fight in this world. I will give you the reward of your labors. They are happy, whose God is the Lord, the people he has chosen as his own. From the heavens the Lord looks forth. He sees all the children of men. From the place where he dwells he gazes on all the dwellers on the earth. He who shapes the hearts of them all and considers all their deeds. A king is not saved by his army, nor a warrior preserved by his strength. A vain hope for safety is the horse. Despite its power, it cannot save. The Lord looks on those who revere him, on those who hope in his love, to rescue their souls from death, to keep them alive in famine. Our soul is waiting for the Lord. The Lord is our help and our shield. In him do our hearts find joy. We trust in his holy name. May your love be upon us, O Lord, as we place all our hope in you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our spirits yearn for the Lord. He is our help and our protector. A reading from the first letter of the Apostle Paul to the Romans. I consider the sufferings of the present to be as nothing compared with the glory to be revealed in us. Indeed, the whole created world eagerly awaits the revelation of the sons of God, Creation was made subject to futility, not of its own accord, but by him who once subjected it, yet not without hope, because the world itself will be freed from its slavery to corruption and share in the glorious freedom of the children of God. Yes, we know that all creation groans as in, and is in agony even until now. Not only that, but we ourselves, although we have the Spirit as first fruits, groan inwardly while we await the redemption of our bodies. In hope we were saved. But hope is not hope if its object is seen. How is it possible for one to hope for what he sees? And hoping for what we cannot see means awaiting it with patient endurance. The Spirit, too, helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in speech. He who searches hearts knows what the Spirit means, for the Spirit intercedes for the saints as God himself wills. We know that God makes all things work together for the good of those who have been called according to his decree. Those whom he foreknew, he predestined to share the image of his Son, that the Son might be the firstborn of many brothers. Those he predestined, he likewise called. Those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he in turn glorified. What shall we say after that? If God is for us, who can be against us? Is it possible that he who did not spare his own son but handed him over for the sake of us all will not grant us all things besides? What, who shall bring a charge against God's chosen ones? God who justifies? Who shall condemn them? Christ Jesus, who died, or rather was raised up, who is at the right hand of God and who intercedes for us? Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Trial or distress, or persecution or hunger, or nakedness, or danger or the sword? As scripture says, 
For your sake we are being slain all the day long. We are looked upon as sheep to be slaughtered. Yet in all this we are more than conquerors, because of him who has loved us. For I am certain that neither death nor life, neither angels nor principalities, neither the present nor the future, nor powers, neither height nor depth, nor any other creature, will be able to separate us from the love of God that comes to us in Christ Jesus our Lord. Love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, pray for those who persecute and insult you. Then you will be true sons of your Father who is in heaven. You must be perfect as just as your heavenly Father is perfect. Then you will be true sons of your Father who is in heaven. A reading from a letter of St. Paul Le Bautin to students of the seminary of Kiven in 1843. I, Paul, in chains for the name of Christ, wish to relate to you the trials besetting me daily, in order that you may be inflamed with the love for God and join with me in his praises, for his mercy is forever. The prison here is a true image of everlasting hell, to cruel tortures of every kind. Shackles, iron chains, manacles, are added hatred, vengeance, calumnities, obscene speech, quarrels, evil acts, swearing, curses, as well as anguish and grief. But the God who once freed the three children from the fiery furnace is with me always. He has delivered me from these tribulations and made them sweet, for his mercy is forever. In the midst of these torments which usually terrify others, I am by the grace of God full of joy and gladness, because I am not alone. Christ is with me. Our Master bears the whole weight of the cross, leaving me only the tiniest last bit. He is not a mere onlooker in my struggle, but a contestant and the victor and champion in the whole battle. Therefore upon his head is placed the crown of victory, and his members also share in his glory. How am I to bear with the spectacle, as each day I see emperors, mandarins, and their retinue, blaspheming your holy name, O Lord, who are enthroned above the cherubim and seraphim? Behold, the pagans have trodden your cross underfoot. Where is your glory? As I see all this, I would, in the ardent love I have for you, prefer to be torn limb from limb and to die as a witness to your love. O Lord, show your power. Save me. Sustain me, that in my infirmity your power may be shown and may be glorified before the nations. Grant that I may not grow weak along the way, and so allow your enemies to hold their heads up in pride. Beloved brothers, as you hear all these things, may you give endless thanks to in joy to God, for whom every good proceeds. Bless the Lord with me, for his mercy is forever. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. And from this day all generations will call me blessed, for his mercy is forever. O praise the Lord, all you nations. Acclaim him, all you peoples. For God chose what is weak in the world to confound the strong. God chose what is low and despised to confound the noble. Through my mouth he has confused the philosophers who are disciples of the wise of this world. For his mercy is forever. I write these things to you in order that your faith and mine may be united. 
In the midst of this storm I cast my anchor toward the throne of God, the anchor that is the lively hope in my heart. Beloved brothers, for your part, so run that you may attain the crown, put on the breastplate of faith, and take up the weapons of Christ for the right hand and for the left, as my patron St. Paul has taught us. It is better for you to enter life with one eye or crippled than with all your members intact to be cast away. Come to my aid with your prayers that I may have the strength to fight according to the law and indeed to fight the good fight and to fight until the end and so finish the race. We may not again see each other in this life, but we will have the happiness of seeing each other again in the world to come when, standing at the throne of the spotless Lamb, we will together join in singing his praises and exult forever in the joy of our triumph. Amen. Through the patience, let us run the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Consider him from whom sinners endured such hostility against himself, so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. Looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Let us pray. O God, source and origin of all fatherhood, who kept the martyrs St. Andrew Dunglach and his companions faithful to the cross of your Son, even to the shedding of their blood, grant through their intercession that spreading your love among our brothers and sisters, we may be your children both in name and in truth. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks.